Hello and welcome to the Fringe Following. Today is October 12th, 2020. And today we're going to be talking about the vice presidential debates of last week with um, Kamala Harris and Mike Pence. And today I have here with me Michelle. Hi, Michelle. Hey, Ronnie. Hey, Ronnie. Uh, how Hi. you doing? I, I have the uh, pre-election uh, pre blahs, and I think a lot of people do too. <laughs> so we are about 22 days out, I think. Yes, twenty day election. Twenty two days out. You're you're not like excited for the October surprise. I am. That's why. But that's why I have the blahs because every every day that passes, it just it doesn't seem to be very action packed this last few days. So I'm kind of waiting. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of like the tension before the bomb drops, sort of thing. I get you. I get you. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. speaking of blahs, this debate. <laughs> it was very um, blah, actually. Yes, I, I did watch clips of it. I have to admit, I couldn't stand sitting through all of it. It wasn't exciting as uh, Trump and Biden's. Not at um, all. No. And no. Uh, yeah, we'll be getting into that in a bit as far as what's not coming, I guess, with the presidential debates. But um yeah, go ahead. What did you think of it, though? I mean, besides it being blah. <laughs> well, besides that, I mean, um, and I, I, I want to say I want to give uh, the press some kudos because when I was looking for more information about it, they they sure could make mountains out of molehills, like the fly on Pence's, you know, head, for instance. That guy, yeah, yeah that, I think right. that got more press than anything. In fact, yeah. I think one poll said the fly won the debate. <laughs> yes. Right. Yeah. So. I don't think everybody, you know, I I think, I think personally Mike Pence did better than she did, but obviously yes. I'm biased. Right. And I don't, I'm not a big Kamala Harris fan by any means whatsoever, but I did see the thing about the fly. Everybody made a big deal about the fly. But if we recall back in 2016, when Hillary Clinton did the debate, she had a fly on her too. And, um, Gosh, I should have I should have brought it to this podcast today, but it just dawned on me now that there was somebody on CNN saying that oh, there was a fly on Pence's head, and that's a sign of 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 sin and evil. And I'm thinking, yeah. oh my lord, they're reaching. And uh, also, I had seen somewhere that someone had said, oh, he has pink eye. Like uh, somebody uh -huh. has pink eye. It's like, no, I don't think he does have pink eye. Really? Can we just focus on what they talked about, you know, what they debated about? Yeah, they were trying to make the pink eye sound like he was getting COVID because, you know, the other, everyone else in the White House has gotten COVID. So, <laughs> oh, right. Well, I, I mean, yeah. I see that point, but still. Oh, no, 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 I agree yeah. with you. And I, my, I will say my first impressions of the debate, since we'll begin at the beginning, she looked out of her league. And I'm not kidding you. And it's not because I didn't, I don't like her or, you know, I don't want to vote for her. Can't say I don't like her. I don't know her, but I don't want to vote for her. But she looked out of her league. She looked nervous. Those facial expressions, um, the, the kind of glares and the rolling of her eyes are, are very unprofessional and they aren't, um, to me, they're not an indicator of a leader. They're an indicator of a follower. And that was my impression. And especially since, you know, I, I truly believe that, you know, Biden isn't going to last four years if he was elected in. She is nowhere near 
the stature and um, inner strength and um, the way she carries herself is, is not, it's not vice presidential worthy and it sure as heck isn't presidential worthy. I just, she, she, and she's nervous. I, I get that. This is probably the most attention she's ever gotten with that said still it, it just, her whole, to me, everything about her wasn't like, you're not a leader lady. You're not, you know, you're trying to be, but you're not, you're not ready yet. I don't know if you ever will be, but right now you're not, you're not bringing it. You know, that was my opinion when I watched it. I don't know if you got anything from her either. I, I, you know, I, I, I didn't appreciate the smirks and the laughs and the rolling of the eyes because it was almost like, what are we 12 years old and we're in a schoolyard battle here? That's yeah. what she reminded me of. So I guess I, I have to agree with you on the unprofessional thing because that's what she looked like to me. And then as I was gauging the Twitter audience that evening, uh, later on, I what I saw, the one word I saw to describe what they thought was unlikable. They didn't like her. I even heard or I even saw somebody say, well, actually several people say, I didn't think it was possible that um, there was someone out there more annoying than Hillary Clinton. And um, yeah, I agree. She just, she's not a likable person. Mm-mm. You know, not not in that realm. Like maybe if she was a, a manager at a restaurant or something, but not as a <laughs> not as a vice president. And let's just be real here. I think that um, I do think that even if Biden wins, I don't think he'll be there long, and I think she'll take over. So let's just face it. She pretty much kind of is the presidential, uh, you know. Candidate candidate, right? Yeah. And, you know, I have a friend of mine that's kind of, she's not really into politics, but she did watch the debate and she's a very good read on people. She does that for a living. And she was, she just said many of the things that I did that there is no way this woman can carry the weight of that on her shoulders if she were able to become vice president and most likely president. She said it would be very, and as a result, she's going to make bad decisions and it would be incredibly disastrous for our country. So I agree with that. You know, if you don't have enough strength in yourself and enough wherewithal, you're going to make poor decisions when you're handed something so large, you don't know what to do with. And we'd be handing her the whole, you know, (laughs) the whole country basically, because, you know, and you're not the only one that, that believes in me. I'm not the only one that believes that she'll probably take over. There was a, an article in the Daily Wire, and there was a focus group that kind of was interviewed after the vice presidential election. And the biggest takeaway from it was that the Michigan swing voters in that focus group believe Harris will act as president. And as a result, after watching that, their vote is still going to go to Trump because they can't see her acting as president. And I know it has nothing to do with her being a woman. It has nothing to do with her being African-American. It has everything to do with how she presented herself. I really believe that because many people will say, oh, you're just being racist or misogynistic. But the reality is she just didn't bring it in my opinion. Yeah, no, they're choosing the wrong women candidates over and over and over again. Um, even on the Republican side, there was, there's never really been um, a woman uh, that I would ever vote for. And if I were to maybe embody a personality or, or think of a personality that comes, the first thing that comes to mind 
is the personality of the late Princess Diana, that kind of, um, how she carried herself, how she genuinely cared for people, how, you know what I mean? Like if you were going to have a president of the United States, I'd want one to be kind of like her. You know what I I mean? I agree. I mean, with that stature and what she presented herself to the public, I studied her in depth and she had a lot of issues behind the scenes with bulimia and other things. But I, I definitely agree that that persona, that royalty, that, um, just that what she presented when she walked, she was, she filled up a room. I heard someone say just today that Trump, he fills up a room when he walks in it. Well, so did exactly. she. You know? right, exactly. She did. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, they all have their issues for sure. Right. But yeah. yeah. And I know she did. She had some incredible emotional issues. Um, but you know, the but I don't know. Is, I think she was over him when she died, and that is just so sad. It sounded to me like she finally had her life together, and then that's when I know. I know. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I know. Yeah, but I know. yeah. So, I, and honestly, I can't think of really anyone else that comes to mind presently that that exists. I mean, I'd have to really. What about Margaret think hard Thatcher? About I know she's not around. Now, uh, I know. I really, you know what? I don't know how she, I really don't know about her too much. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, maybe. And there's the queen. I mean, the queen, give or take, that woman has presence, you know? Well, and she was raised in it though. Yeah, you know? yeah. totally. And it's a totally different royalty is, is totally yeah. different than our, our country and our design. But yeah, she, you know, you're right. It would be hard to find someone with that presence. You know, I mean, in the future, I think Candace Owens might be a possibility. Even Hey, that is a good possibility. Absolutely. 100%. And yeah. Ivanka Trump, maybe. Some people have talked about that. I mean, I don't know. Well, even Ivanka no. Trump. Did you just say Ivanka? Yeah, I did. Yeah. I did. She has that presence about her. Yes. Yeah, definitely. So there you go. There. Yeah. yeah. I kind of blanked out about her for some reason. Um, but right. But as far as Kamala Harris is concerned, just very childish, very, you know, giggly and smirky. And I wasn't into it. I wasn't, I wasn't sold. Yeah. I'm speaking, Mr. President. I'm speaking or Mr. Vice right. President. And I was just like, okay. And I heard somewhere, somebody, one of my friends told me that Hillary Clinton had, um, helped her get ready for this debate. And I'm like, what? <laughs> Okay, you're going to take a losing candidate to to help another losing candidate? That makes no sense. No, absolutely no sense. And I saw someone tweet saying, if only if only all the women or all the little girls in the world can and can hear that now I'm speaking, Mr. Vice President, like, you know, like that was the model to, to go after. And I'm just like, really, really, you know? she was just as interruptive as him. In fact, in some back and forth, MSN says, I think they had near equal time. But then when I start going into the fringe sources, they say that actually she had more time than he did overall. Mm. And so it, by not huge, maybe a couple of minutes, but she definitely won the time game. So she was pull on some things herself. And and then there was talk that there was favoritism. It was not as apparent as it was with Wallace. However, um, I, I truly believe Susan Page did. And I've seen some articles um, to support that. Did you hear anything about that, Ronnie? No. Huh. Hmm. Okay. So 
it's just in the way that things are worded. Like um, she wasn't asked about Antifa. She wasn't asked, you know, she wasn't given any hardball questions. Whereas Pence was given some incredibly, you know, hard questions to ask. It, it, it wasn't fair. Um, you know, that, you know, especially like with COVID-19, she was kind of, you know, implicated implying in her question that it was all Trump's fault, all these deaths, and that, you know, is clearly swinging more in her direction, you know, giving her, giving Kamala the the platform to say, yeah, this is Trump's fault because of the way she worded it. And, um, and then she accused Trump of conducting a super spreader event in the Rose Garden without social distancing or masks and asked Pence how he could expect Americans to follow the safety guidelines if Trump didn't. And that isn't her job to attack. It, it's a debater's prerogative, but she might have fairly asked that question in an interview, not a debate. So there was a lot of little things that she did, not as bad and not as obvious as Wallace, but it definitely was still favoring Kamala. No, as, of course. As, as they all do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Just once I'd like to see a Republican, uh, you know, person running the debate. You know, I don't, I don't know if that will ever happen. Has it ever happened? I, I, I really don't. Uh, not, not that I can recall, but, you know, um, my interest in politics has probably been in just the last five years. Prior mm-hmm. to that, if you had asked me, I'd say, ah, they're all the same. They all sound the same. It doesn't matter to me. That's why I didn't really partake in in, in politics much. I, I knew generally what was going on, but as far as who to vote for, who gives a shit? They all look alike. They all sound alike to me. Uh, until Trump came on the scene and then that was a whole different ball game. Total game changer, total game changer. Um, uh, once again, any sources that we refer to and what I just was talking about was from an article from the daily wire Limbaugh, not Rush Limbaugh, but David Limbaugh. And um, we will post these on our Facebook page along with the link to this podcast. Um, But he he actually, at the end of the article, said he disagrees that this debate will make no difference. Pence focused the nation's attention on Biden's horrific plans for America, which is critical for a Trump victory. The media studiously shields Biden's agenda, and it was beneficial for, for Pence to highlight it. President Trump can build on this in the next debate. But when is the next debate? (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. And yeah, I was going to kind of talk about that a little bit. We don't know. It was supposed to be scheduled for the 15th. And, uh, but because uh, Trump came down with the coronavirus and they, that they made that excuse to go ahead and cancel it because, you know, they're scared Biden might contract it. But just today, uh, as of, you know, what, October 12th, I saw that Trump was tested and he tested negative for it. So, Mm. um, you know, that's no longer a worry. It shouldn't even be a worry anymore, but they're still not, um, as far as I know, and I'll, I'll go ahead and Google that right now to see if there's a new date. But as far last time I checked, there wasn't, um, yeah, I'd heard it was canceled. I, I like you have not heard that it's been rescheduled. Um, yeah. yeah. Let's so, see here. Okay. Now it still says here, October 22nd. Uh, 
to see here. As of October 9th, the Trump campaign said it was on board and Mr. Biden's campaign also agreed to participate in the debate as long as either there was a one-on-one matchup with Mr. Trump or a town hall style event in which both candidates took questions from the voters. Mm -hmm. Uh, The original plan for the third is as follows, Belmont University in Nashville, Tennessee. Hmm. So I don't know. I guess maybe that's still on. Now, uh, now, as I recall, too, Biden wanted a virtual debate, and Trump yeah. said, uh, no, fuck no, I'm not doing that. And so I they've agree. been really, really trying to bend the rules and get around things ever since this thing began. Yes. So we'll see if that's still going to be on on October 22nd. Yeah, I'll be curious to see. Um, you know, I... I agree too. I think the Zoom thing would have been ridiculous and I wouldn't trust it, quite frankly. You know, um, what was that one thing? That was another thing that um, I meant to bring up is that when China was translating, did you hear about that? When they were translating the vice presidential yeah. debate, yes. they weren't showing Pence's responses. Yes. They were only showing hers. They would black right. out. The exactly. Screen. They didn't want the people to even see him. I could see that happening. Yes. Oh, and quote, it's a glitch. <laughs> right. Of course. Yes, know. of course. You know, so. Mm-hmm. I mean, that just kind of tells you right there that, you know, Biden is, uh, I don't know how you want to word it, but owned by China or ran by, you know, something like that. Something's going on. Uh with that. So I think they're definitely cheering for him over there. Um, yes, yes. And yeah. And didn't, uh, Putin just say that he's, he's for Biden as well. I thought did I, he really, yeah, <laughs> he I seriously mean, did. I think so that he, Holy favors crap. Him. let me see if I can find it. Wow. That surprises me. Uh, what Vladimir Putin has said about Joe Biden. Okay. Let's see if I can get this. It's well, it depends on who said that though. Putin said it. Oh, Vladimir Putin said that he sees an, an an ideological basis for working with Democratic presidential candidate Joe Biden. And then there's pictures of him because, you know, of course, he's met Biden before. There's pictures of him and Biden smiling probably from a previous, you know, exchange. But I mean, with all of the stuff that was going on with Russia and Burisma and Hunter, I, I'm not surprised in the least. He knows he can be bought. <laughs> Yeah, okay, that makes sense to me now when you put it in that context. Yeah, because I don't think any leader on the planet is really going to side with Trump because they know he can't be controlled, he can't be right. bought, he can't be sold, he can't be any of those things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Exactly. But I'm sorry, after I read that large document from the Senate, I, I have a very overwhelming uh, you know, sense that he could be bought. You know, and look, Hunter will magically become the advance, the ambassador to Russia or something. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I don't know, but you know, I, I could just see that happening. And yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, let's see. Candidate Biden has said openly that he is ready to extend the new star or to sign a new strategic offensive reductions treaty. Putin said, this is a very serious element of our potential collaboration in the future. And um, let's see. Yeah, I was trying to see something like he was saying that it, that that Trump was 
rough to work with or something like that in one of his quotes, but I can't find it. Anyhow, I will put this up. This is from Newsweek. You may get a paywall with it, but I'm going to put it up on our page too. But yeah, it was just pretty interesting when I saw that this week. I was like, whoa, you know, so Mm. yeah. So anyway, I do have one clip to play um, from uh, when Kamala uh, goes back and forth on fracking during the debate. I thought that was pretty interesting. So I'm, I'm going to play that for you now. It's a short clip. So if you can hold on a second. Biden will not ban fracking. That is a fact. Will you commit to implementing a federal ban on fracking your first day in office, adding the United States to the list of countries who have banned this devastating practice? There's no question I'm in favor of banning fracking. I'm in favor of banning fracking. Joe Biden, I'll eliminate fracking. They said it. Now both Joe Biden and Kamala Harris are on record denying their own words. Okay, so that was actually from Sean Hannity, and this is her saying in the debate that they weren't going to ban fracking, and then it cuts to another time that she's being interviewed as a vice presidential candidate, and she's saying that, yes, they definitely will ban fracking. So they're going back and forth on that, you know? Yeah, yeah, for and sure. I, yeah, and it, I just thought it was just really, you know, indicative of her performance. Now, granted, I know Pence wasn't perfect and he probably had some things called out on him too. Um, One other thing is that she did go into a story, a little history lesson about Lincoln, and she was so wrong about that. She said that that Lincoln scenario that Lincoln held off on filling the role of uh, a SCOTUS uh, because you know, he wanted to wait to see the outcome of the election. And he said that it wasn't right that they would do that, even though the Senate and he had the power to do so. In actuality, he was, first of all, waiting to hear the public opinion from the country. That was one quote that he gave. And that's because back then they didn't have email and they didn't have text. They had to actually hear the opinion of the country through mail. (laughs) And that took a lot longer. And there was Jesus. only, yeah, there was only 27 days between the time he had to fill it and his election. So I could see him wanting to, to marinate on that a bit. And then also um, he's, you know, he sent no nominee also because the Senate was out of session during that time until December. It was in October before the election and Senate was out till December. So there was no Senate to confirm even if he had put someone up. And, you know, there's nothing to indicate indicate that had he lost that election, he could have still done a lame duck um, nomination, you know, and so Mm -hmm. could Trump, by the way, everyone that's so up in arms about this whole damn thing, which by the way, I do want to mention that her confirmation hearings are going on right now. And I do think that whenever the Democrats ask her any questions, she can say, well, I will answer that after I'm confirmed. (laughs) Yeah, I, you know, I, I didn't, I wasn't able to um, watch that today, but I'm hearing that she's getting pretty much just raked over the coals. And um, every time I would pass by the TV to go get coffee or something, I look over and she's on and she's sitting there like Hannibal Lecter with a big old black mask on her, just looking like, why am I here? Just, you know, just like, I can't believe I'm going through this shit. That was the expression in her eyes. Every time I looked over, I felt sorry for her, to be honest with you. I just did. Yeah. I only caught a little bit myself and I saw the mask. I didn't see the expressions. I'm just like, Oh, how sad she's got to wear a mask through that. In addition to everything else, you know? And I just, ah, yeah, you're right. Um, (laughs) 
she's gonna get obliterated, um, you know, by them. Hopefully, she'll power through. She had to know going in that it was gonna be this bad, and I'm sure that you yeah, know, yeah. Well, Brett. if you remember Brett Kavanaugh and what he had to go through, I know, I know. I I don't think will it be that bad. This well, I guess they would have to come up with some sort of scandal or make up one. I guess they could always make up one. They they haven't quite yet. Frankly, I think it was actually smart on Trump's um, to do this. I mean aside from that he should be doing it because they don't have the time. They're so busy scrambling for their own jobs because they're up for re-election and everything else is going on with trying to overturn getting the Democrats back in as president. I think they don't have the time and the wherewithal to do as much of a slam campaign on her as they could have, or as much lies to make her sound horrible because they're too busy trying to throw their opponents under and Trump under, you know what I mean? There's just yeah. so much going on. So there actually is kind of a brilliance to that because he could have waited until after the, well, he wouldn't have wanted to wait till after the election. The timing was just so bizarre. You know, know. the timing of everything is so bizarre. Yes. Um, I'm not saying it was done on purpose because Justice no. Gainsbourg was old, you know, and she was yeah. battling cancer forever. In fact, every time she got put in the hospital, I'd say, well, is this it, you know, cause mm-hmm. it seems like she was really in and out, but the, <laughs> but the timing of it. Oh my God. Yeah, I know. I know. And, you know, just, I, I want to circle back to, you know, speaking of SCOTUS, um, the, a huge thing this past week was of course the packing of the courts and how Kamala kind of went back and forth with that during the debate. And then Biden, as I mentioned in the last podcast, came out and said, you know, I'm not, the the voters don't deserve to know. (laughs) Oh, I know. I mean, I, this is the most unstable campaign the Democrats have ever had in history, even more so than Hillary Clinton, because at least Hillary Clinton could hold a lie and she still oh does. She's and she's, so I think she lies so much. She believes her own mm-hmm. lies. This is why she keeps pushing the Russian thing. We'll be getting into that a little later. Yes. But um, it, yeah, at least she could hold water on, on, on her own lies, at least keep them afloat. You can kind of somewhat believe them uh, or believe her. But with um, Kamala Harris and Biden, they're just so flippy floppy. They don't know what is going on. They don't know what state. Well, I'm talking about Biden. They don't want state. Just today he said, oh, I'm running for Senate. Senator. <laughs> Senator. Yeah. yeah. And then um, what, what was he? He was in um, Nevada and he said, you know, the people of Arizona. <laughs> and he doesn't even know. He doesn't know where he is. He doesn't know what he's running for. Um, yeah, the man has got some serious cognitive issues. Again, when we look at Biden, he's just this cardboard cutout, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. They're just kind of like pumping him full of drugs and, and, and shipping him off from state to state. But really what we need to be looking at is her, Kamala yeah. Harris. That's the one that's going to be um, up for the presidency if, if they got elected. So we have to really be paying attention to her. She is mm. unstable as uh, that I've ever seen. Yes, I I agree. And it's it's unfortunate. You know, I it's I, I would I like to see a black female in office as president? Hell yeah, I would. And it's just unfortunate that this candidate can't really bring it if if she were to go that route, you know, and it's 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 sad. And it's like you couldn't come up with anyone else, really? Really? I mean No, if, if yeah. she if she got into office as president, she'd incarcerate half of the black men in the United States for everything, yeah. you know. She's I don't know what is wrong with that woman, but um, and, and she she'll let other people get away with 
stupid, you know, really bad crimes, you know? Um, well, I think yeah. she's influenced by things other than uh, conscious, you know, and some people are like that. And I believe she's one of them. And to me, I, I want a president that's influenced by conscious, especially when they have their finger on the hot button. You know, I, I, I just really do. So you know, it shouldn't be their only driving force, but it definitely should be a huge force in their decision making. And I just don't see her looking at her record that she actually has that, you know, and mm-hmm. that's sad, you know, that's yeah. sad for them too. This is the best you've got. I mean, you know, <laughs> you know, I mean, I think people in general don't usually care about the vice presidential debates, but um, we really should care. I should have watched it. If you haven't watched it, you probably should because you really are looking at Kamala Harris as the next coming president. If Biden's elected, Um, that's just what I think, but um, not just what you think focus groups in Michigan felt that too. Yeah. Anyway, thank you very much for joining us about the vice presidential debate. Wish we had more for you, but there wasn't a whole heck of a lot out there, to be honest with you, but we do enjoy you tuning in. Please rate us on um, iTunes or wherever you're listening to us. Please comment and um, please subscribe to us and we will catch you on the next news story. Thank you. Bye-bye.